This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is Episode 9 of the Arts Academy Podcast with Vic Barnado and Roxy Hayes. How to make engaging content with special guest Chenadu Ogu. Welcome to New York uh, Alt Arts Academy's podcast, which is called the Arts Academy Podcast. I'm uh, Dean Victor Varnado. Uh, down there uh, in the bottom corner is our deputy headmistress, Roxy Hayes. And Chinadu, thank you so much for being our guest today. Uh, so what we're going to talk about today is basically how to create engaging content. I'm going to show you tricks of the trade that I use to create engaging content. I'm actually going to also show you the uh, trailer that I made for Penguin Random House and Facebook Watch for their new game show and talk about how I made that trailer. Uh, and, and this is something that I think everybody needs to know because if you're a mid-level entertainment person, that's where I am. I'm a mid-level entertainment person. Like Some people know my name. Some people don't know my name. I've been working in the entertainment industry for a while, uh, but I'm not a marquee name, but I but I, I work regularly. Uh, so if you're a mid-level entertainment person, you're going to need to know how to put together material to pitch uh, your ideas to people. Uh, and this is one of those steps, which is like making engaging media or making engaging content. All right. So let's talk about making engaging content. And then we're going to talk about building a building a following, which uh, Chinadu, you have already started to do. Uh, you've got over 100,000 people on your Facebook page waiting for your every word. That's great. <laughs> and so we'll get started right now. Uh, so when I, th- when I think about making engaging content or like especially making, uh, especially making uh, pitch reels, uh, there's like five things that are on my checklist, okay? And I'll tell you what those five things are. And then after we do that, we're going to go through that article that you rounded up, Roxy, which is talking which is talking about things that you can do to make engaging content. The article is actually a little more general than I am. Um, so here's one major thing that you want to think about all the time. Uh, and this is always running through my head. I don't hear people say it enough, but here's here's the biggest thing about making engaging content, making, making, making pitch reels, making sizzles, making trailers. Uh, think about the questions that the viewer has and answer them. That's it. That's the main thing I always think about. The viewer always has questions and you just want to answer those questions. Uh, so for instance, for instance, let's talk about the five things that I always put in uh, I'm just bringing up my notes over here. They're over here. You can't see them, but they're notes. Trust me. So let's talk about the five things that I do that are always uh, that are always part of a, a pitch. Uh, number one, uh, this this is uh, like I usually open any pitch or any or any video or anything that I'm making with like some sort of hook. It's just like some sort of like quick jab that gets people interested. Like whether it's like uh, when I made a trailer for Tell Your Friends a Concert Film, 
um, where I opened with just like a really strong joke. Are you still there, Roxy? Can you hear us? <laughs> now I realize like Roxy didn't say anything this whole time, actually. <laughs> She's gone. Well, let's, well, we have to go on with the class. Roxy knows how to log back out and log back in. So if you need to, Roxy, just log back out and log back in or uh, figure out what's happening with your uh, internet. Uh, I'm going to keep talking through these things uh, just because we want to make this worthwhile for people who are actually paying attention right now. Okay, so uh, number one is a hook. I always start off with a hook, like something, some sort of like quick jab that gets people's attention. Uh, then the number two thing I always start out with is kind of like an info dump. Now, an info dump, it's it sucks to say that it's an info dump, but basically you have to, in a clever way, tell people what they're about to experience or what's going to happen. So like, for instance, like in the, uh, in the example that I'm going to show you, it's a game show. So basically I have to say like, this is how the game show works. Uh, and then the number three thing that I do is uh, talk about credentials. Now, uh, credentials are why should the people keep listening to you? That's basically what it is. And that, that actually, that actually has more to do, I guess, with uh, uh, like, say if you're pitching a class. Oh, hi, Roxy. Welcome back. <laughs> say if you're say if you're pitching a class and you're making a fun pitch for a class like for instance i actually just helped my wife make a trailer for a class that she was teaching online and then the uh after saying basically what the class was i i put in a section where she just got to say like hey you know i am a fashion author and i've written three books like that fulfills the information of like why you should be listening that fulfills the credentials it's like the number three even though even though credentials aren't always are always like a perfect one-to-one -one match with material for instance like when you're talking about a game show there really are no credentials like we're the best game show ever there's no best game show credentials but in 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 the case of this game show where uh in the game show it's supposed to be a comedy game show then our credentials are showing funny stuff like after we show you tell you what it is then we like it's a funny game show here's an example of us being funny uh which leads right into examples uh that's the next section that i talk about so after credentials i always show examples of what i'm talking about uh that in this case that in this case will be like funny stuff in the game show or for the case of say um leslie who's my wife uh her trailer about her class it's just like showing that she's taught people before and they've been successful. Uh, next is I uh, usually close with something that reminds people to uh, take action or tune in or tell you what it what it is. Just kind of like putting a period on that thing. And then lastly, uh, after that, usually there's like a some sort of like just closing beat like just like a, a funny thing or an interesting thing that this is not like an imperative but i do that with a lot of videos where i end with just like some sort of like funny moment at the end that kind of like puts a big bow on everything uh so i'm going to show you the trailer for uh the great fantasy debate and then I'm going to quickly talk through after we see the trailer, then we're going to talk through those beats that are in the trailer. Uh, let's do that right now. So how do I get this up on the screen? Here it comes, everybody. How do you make a trailer? And by the way, if you if you are going to make a trailer, I mean, you're going to 
you're going to definitely need it for you're going to definitely need it for like if uh if you ever want to go in and pitch a tv show to somebody like this that's definitely like you're going to need to learn how to do uh a trailer or a sizzle reel to show your idea to people and let them know you mean business okay so here it is tell me if you can hear this people shouldn't you hear that okay yeah. great okay so this is the trailer for the great fantasy debate and uh, we're going to watch it once and then we're going to watch it again and just talk about those, uh, those, uh, things, those pieces of a, a piece of media that, that I think are important. Here we go. People should not own dragons. There have been four movies telling us how to train these things and we still don't know how. <laughs> the great fantasy debate. Finally. Answers to the biggest questions in fantasy. Empire? Yeah. Yeah. Network in toilets? Or rebellion? No dress code. It's casual Friday every day. Wow. Just wow. Authors. To the left is the Misty Mountains. Comedians. You're out of toilet paper. Sandworms. So I can't have my sandworm friends over now? I don't want to be that person. Let's meet our debaters. The best fantasy vacation is Discworld. Have you ever heard of Rimfall? Here. Let's discuss the Ackermantulas. Everyone at Rob Stark's wedding was brutally killed. What are the odds of that happening twice? <laughs> the Great Fantasy Debate. What's his name? Dumbledore. Albus Dumbledore. People should not. Whoops, I didn't want to start it again. I, okay, great. <laughs> awesome. All right. So now we get the basic idea. Can we do? Can we do three people? No, we can't. We can only do one person like that. Uh, let's just do this. In boop. Great. All right. Um, all right. The funny thing is, I think like after I talk about the the different parts that that I think are important in like a trailer, it seems like super obvious when you watch it back now. Yeah. Uh, did you feel that way too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, but it's definitely like all of those things are, all of those things are present, but they're like a hundred percent necessary. And this is like, this is, this is like working with a large client. We're talking about like Facebook and Penguin Random House. Okay. So, uh, they, I, I try to make, I try to make uh, material like when I'm a, a small independent producer like I am, I try to make material where they don't question it, where like these big companies look at it and they don't even question whether or not it's professional. And that's exactly what going through these things did. And so I'm just going to talk through them really quick. I know that they're really obvious uh, since we talked about that already, like what the different pieces are, but I'm just going to talk through them anyway uh, because... Let's just identify them, and then we can move on to the article that we had. So, like, let's talk about one at a time. the The first thing is the uh, the hook at the beginning, like a funny joke. People should not own dragons. There have been four movies telling us how to train these things, and we still don't know how. <laughs> the great fan. Great. Okay, so that was pretty obvious <laughs> what that was. And then number two, of course, is information we want to tell people what they're watching okay and that is accomplished pretty quickly here fantasy debate finally answers to the biggest questions in fantasy empire yeah. at yeah. work in toilets or rebellion no dress code it's casual friday every day so basically i don't necessarily come out and say it's a game show but i i want it in a fun way to just let people know the type of stuff they're uh, in for so uh, first I say uh, or first we have the uh, trailer say answers to the biggest questions in fantasy like what 
says the viewer. And we answer the viewer by saying empire or rebellion. So basically, it's again, like that main thing I say where you're always trying to figure out what the viewer's question is, and you're answering those questions along the way. That's how you make something that really, really works. Because is, as the viewer is raising questions in their head, if you can answer those, then you've got a good piece of content that communicates, which is what it's all about, no matter if it's a trailer or whatever else it is. All right. So then, so then the next thing, of course, is credentials. So whether it's not, whether or not it's, uh, whether or not it's like your credentials because you're teaching something and you're a great teacher, or you're saying that this is a comedy thing that is going to delve into, uh, this is a comedy thing that's going to delve into uh, uh, fantasy topics. Uh, whatever it is, you basically now, once you said this is what the show is, now you've got to set up, we can deliver on this thing. So whatever it is that you're trying to pitch, now you're going to show that you can deliver. And so this is our attempt, like it or not, at delivering. Oh, sorry. I lost my cursor over here. And here we go. Back again. Wow. Wow. Authors. To the left is the Misty Mountains. Comedians. You're out of toilet paper. Sandworms. So I can't have my sandworm friends over now? I don't want to be that person. Let's meet our debaters. The best fantasy vacation is Discworld. Have you ever heard of Rimfall? Here. Let's discuss the Ackermantulas. Everyone at Rob Stark's wedding was brutally killed. What are the odds of that happening twice? Okay. So that actually did a lot of a lot of what I was talking about, but also the next step, which is also showing examples. Uh, one of the things when I was talking to Penguin Random House that they wanted to show was they wanted to show that the show was going to dig deep into like weird fantasy lore, not just the broad strokes, which are like, you know, the Empire and Rebellion. Everybody knows that. But when you get to, down to Discworld, you know, there's some people who are going to be dropping off and be like, what's Discworld? But they want those people who are like super fans to know that we're going to address like their fantasy. Like, like acromantulas, who knows that word except for like super fans. Uh, yeah. So that so we wanted to show examples of that, and we did. And then lastly, in the close, basically in the close, all we're doing is we're restating what the project is about, uh, basically letting everybody know that everything's going to be all right. And remember that good feeling that you had. This is why it's because of this thing that I want you to pay attention to. And then of course after that is just a tag so i tag it at the end with just like something really small so here you go the great fantasy debate what's his name dumbledore albus dumbledore people should there you go that's it i, I want to show you one more trailer just to show you like even though it's like a totally different thing like how the same thing relates and then we're going to move on to that article about the different parts uh were there any questions for anybody uh since we let's look at here the questions uh feel free to ask questions when producing a trailer would you consider length of time an important factor in getting your message oh sorry let me put that in. here we go when you're producing a trailer would you consider length of time an important factor when getting your message across uh yes absolutely i would definitely consider uh would consider that being a, an issue in fact often they'll tell you like when I'm producing a trailer for a client, they're going to tell you like what they want time wise for trailers. They'll say, we want a one minute trailer. We want a 30 second trailer. We want a 15 second, we want 15 second cut downs because they have like slots that they're usually trying to fill. Uh, but if I'm making a trailer where I'm pitching to a specific, uh, 
specific individual where there is no, you know, specified time limit. Like, say, I'm going into, like, Lionsgate. I've got a great idea for a TV show, and I'm bringing in my trailer that I made to pitch to Lionsgate. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no time limit. However, don't waste their time. That's the time limit. If you're making a trailer and it's, it's flagging, uh, it's not entertaining the entire way, it's slow, like, don't do that. Like, I've, I've put in trailers that are three minutes long, and I've also put, it, put up trailers that are 60 seconds long. Uh, it just depends on the material. I just I try to get all the information that I absolutely need out in the trailer, and then only add things that are absolutely entertaining in the entertaining in the trailer. Just like things that are undeniably entertaining in the trailer, and then I'm out. Like that's about it. And and if I if I'm just doing it for uh, wide distribution, I usually keep it to sixty seconds. Just like if I'm just doing it online or something like that for wide distribution. 60 seconds is the number that I usually uh, keep it at. All right, so let me show you one more trailer, which demonstrates the exactly the same stuff that we were just talking about. I have to just share the correct screen to get this. So this is a trailer for my podcast. So like, you'll you'll see a very a big difference in uh, quality <laughs> because because the trailer that I just showed you had a budget, and uh, this one had no budget. <laughs> so there's a, this is going to be a uh, a marked difference, but same kind of stuff. So here it is. This is this is a trailer for. Oh, can you hear this? You hear yeah. that? Okay, I gotta I gotta add in the. Uh, sorry, that was my fault. Everybody, gotta add in the audio when you select what you're going to show. So I'm going here, selecting right here. And adding in audio and boom. Okay, now you should be able to hear this now, right? It's a car, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Here we go. And uh, this is a trailer for my podcast. Now, this is one where I basically zero budget, but did the same sort of thing. It's a comedy podcast game show. I'm your host, Victor Vernado. This is my sidekick, Dave Rosinski. You are that bad word. You're a sidekick, Dave. Yeah, Dave, I am. I asked you to do the intro. Never done it right once. Here's how the show works. I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. What's the grossest thing about you? Oh, there's so many. Who's better, black people or white people? Oh, obviously black people. Are you handsome? Yes, I, I think I'm handsome. I will ring a bell if I like your answer like this. If I like your appearance on the show, I will give you five whole dollars. And you get five dollars. This five dollars is not for you. <laughs> I don't even understand how this game works anymore. Clean family fun, for the most part. I didn't kill him. Are you sure you Go to unseemlyquestions.com. Great. There's a great voice I was doing, too, huh? <laughs> Real radio-ish. Unseemly <laughs> <laughs> uh, questions. Yes, great stuff. Way to go, idiot Victor. Um, that's how I think about myself all the time in my head. I just say ter terrible things to myself over and over again, just if you want to know what my life is like. All right, so uh, now I think we got the basic idea. I mean, if there are any more questions about just like the overall idea about a trailer, then uh, let us know. But right now we're just going to go through an article where they uh, where they list like some things that they think are the best for just generally engagement for your content. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, were there any questions from anybody out here? Nope. And then let's go to the uh, let's go to the next thing. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna I gotta I gotta share the screen in a different way now. Okay, here we go. Boom. By the way, as you can see, I have the original wallpaper still on my computer because oh my god, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> it's I have Goku. It makes me happy. <laughs> you have what? I have Goku on mine. Oh, Goku! I like Goku. I usually, I usually put, um, I usually put uh, fully coolie on my uh, wallpaper. Oh, fully coolie. What about you? Ken? All right. Ireland mountain range with the ocean. Yeah, oh. <laughs> then why even change it? So why even change it from the <laughs> default? She's going to change it to just another. All right. So nine tips for creating highly engaging content. This is actually interesting to me because now, now sometimes I do have to like look things up. But in this case, like this is what I do. Uh, this is what I this is what I do or have done for a living. Uh, although I'm slowly switching my career. Mm, nice stuff. And so it's interesting to compare like what other people come up with uh, to what I do. Uh, so what? how did you research this uh, article, Roxy? Um, I just typed in how to make engaging content. And I was looking at different uh, articles and stuff. A lot of them were really old, like from mm -hmm. like 2013, 2014, stuff like that. Um, this one was newer. And I looked up what Quick, Quick Sprout was, and apparently it's a website where this person puts out stuff on how to like market online. So I was like, okay, that seems like a pretty credible source. And then this one was from last year, and when I went through it, it seemed like it would cover like a range of different people's like businesses and stuff like that. So I was like, this seems like a pretty good thing. Yeah, that's like, true. I read, the, I read the article, like and I thought, I thought it was pretty good. So um, <laughs> we're not going to read everything in the article, but you can see that if you go to Quick Sprout and, and search for nine tips to create highly engaging content, you can read the article in its completion. But let's just talk about the, I'll the put main... The link in there. Yeah, put the link up there for people. Let's just talk about the main points of this article. Uh, be original. Now, that is goes without saying. Uh, but yeah, especially if you can... I, I feel like there's two things, two parts of being original. One, being completely original and creating something that is absolutely new that people haven't seen before. That's great. But then also one thing that kind of gives you a leg up is taking something that's trending, but approaching it in a different way than other people are approaching it. Because then remixing. you get both. Yes. Mm -hmm. Re yeah. Remixing. Exactly. Remix. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering whether or not everybody on this podcast is black, now you know. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, produce actionable content. That is that is a great thing. If you that actually that that is a great thing. Producing actionable content is just uh, is just giving people something that they can actually use and do, and also pushing them to do that thing. One of the things that happens on, say, uh, there's a website called Skillshare, where they make all kinds of like tutorials. They found that <laughs> they, they found that uh, 
people respond more to tutorials if the tutorial is a project rather than it's it's just information. So, for ah. instance, like this, which I'm doing, which is just information, is not as good <laughs> as tutorial that is an actual project. Like if if this were a project, like how to make your own trailer, and I showed you from beginning to end, and then helped you make your own trailer, that would be a great thing. But uh, uh, instead, I'm doing it the way that I'm doing it. But but yeah, actionable content is a great thing. If you want to chime in on any of this, please let me know. Uh, publish accurate information. That's actually uh, a really that's actually a really big deal. A lot of people uh, do informational uh, media, and they don't research it. They just mm -hmm. they just take the first thing that they heard. Uh, and I don't even know if my wife is watching. She does the same thing. Like sometimes she'll read something and she'll be like, Victor, sky is falling. I'd be like, I'm not sure the sky is falling. And so we uh, so we have to cross reference. And, you know, I realized, you know uh, I realized that, that, that that's definitely come from the culture of people just like just wanting to be first to feel like they'll get the most attention if they drop it first. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. It's not even a matter of like what's the right. So, no, I, well, I said it first. It's like well, so that means I'm the right source. It's like nah. <laughs> nah absolutely. Clear. I mean, I I hundred percent agree with that. And in fact, when if if you get to the point where you're like you're doing this for other people, this is an absolute must because you can't you can't work for a company making content and publish information that is wrong. That is, I mean, that is the type of thing that can get you get you sued, blacklisted. Just mm -hmm. you need to research and know for sure that you're saying the correct thing. Uh, okay, tell a story. I agree with that one. I think telling yes. a story is always good if you have uh, the ability to. I feel like that in the Six and Seemly Questions trailer, I'm I'm I, I I'm trying to offer up the story of the relationship between me and Dave on the show as well, which is part of the whole thing, and 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 that's actually the. the Telling a story can apply to so many different types of uh, media. Like it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be a narrative piece. It doesn't necessarily have to be a documentary piece. But you can tell a story uh, in anything, in any, in 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 even the uh, even a trailer like the one I showed. But just like any type of content, there can always be a story behind it. Yeah, I noticed once I started getting on live more and just talking and explaining stuff to people like in story form, like they asked mm -hmm. me a question and I presented as a story, my views went up tremendously. Even with like the sketches, once they became more like story format, it increased. What do you think that is? It's just easier for people to follow or? Well, I mean, here's, here's the thing. People always want to hear the end of the story. Okay. They want to know, they want to know how, how things turn out. So if you start, if you start telling a story, people are going to want to in, want to uh, finish that story. I mean, especially if it's a good story and that's just how people engage. So if you're a person who can continue continually tell stories, they become, they become more engaged with you. They think of you as more familiar. They become a fan, like, because you're mm -hmm. taking them through like your story and your thought process that I think makes them more of a fan. Now, to be honest, like a lot of my content that I put out, I don't tell stories as much. I started to for a while. I started this web series, which I actually am starting up again now, where I would tell little stories and people loved it. And then I stopped because I was too busy. But I basically I went back and I redesigned the web series so that it was easier for me to produce. And then now that I've designed it in such a way where it's easier for me to, uh, to produce, I can actually go back to telling stories. But 
but when I did it just a couple of times, I'd done it before, people like loved it. And so I'm going to do it all over again. So you're right. So Telling you're right. stories okay. engages, draws people in. I need to get new headphones uh, because I, I broke my real headphones and now I'm wearing my Xbox headphones and I feel like oh. a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Make your audiences think. Uh, that is, that's, I mean, that I feel like that goes with telling a story. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I think that maybe that is not too different. I mean, if you if you give your audience information or change the way they think about something by uh, addressing uh, new information on a topic that they maybe thought that they knew, uh, sometimes challenging your audience is a good thing. I had a, I had um, I was working with somebody recently where they were hiring me to kind of like spread the word about like what what their uh, project is. I'm not going to say who they are because we're still working and I want to divulge uh, too much information. But the basics of it is what I definitely understand because I I, 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 I had things. Because I have announced who man mainly, you know, because I ain't, I ain't got the check yet. So we gotta make sure we get the check first. And the oh, check yeah. please let us know, man. Oh yes. well, <laughs> no, they they've already they've already been paying me, but it just it's just it's confidential. So I can't tell you who okay. exactly. But I will say <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. Uh one of the things that I came up with that they really liked was uh challenging people. For instance, like uh like uh, one of their target audiences is feminists. Uh, mm-hmm. And I said, why don't we make a video that said, uh, if you're a feminist, if you're a feminist, uh, this is how you, this is how you probably think. So that like the video immediately, uh-huh. in, immediately makes them lean forward to be like, oh, if I'm a feminist, oh, this video better be like what I think about because. So it's not your gnarly comment. Not the what? I said, if not, then y'all are getting all these comments. Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Like, what's the word? I kind of post like that sometimes. Like, I'll just post something that I know will make people angry just to get that engagement. Well, I'm not saying post to make people angry. I mean, I'm not oh. saying post to make people angry. And, and that's fine if this that's who you are roxy fine but (laughs) i am saying i am saying post to make people like just lean in like like i like make them want to engage or want like if you get their hackles up they're going to want to offer their opinion and i say make them make them lean in like think of think of presenting whatever you're about to do in such a way that people will lean in rather than you know not and that this is actually uh this is actually all part of like what i talk about when like you start off with a hook at the beginning you start off with something that is you start off with something that uh engages people and makes them lean in at the top uh okay use visuals well yes that is 100 percent. we are in a world uh, i feel i feel like that goes without saying at this point because everybody Exactly. If you're not, I mean, I, I would, I, I, I'd have to ask you why you aren't, especially in, in, <laughs> I'm right at this here. point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, yeah, we're in a world where you have to use visuals. Visuals. I actually, um, one thing that actually I, I think about all the time is that right now there are so many people who uh, don't know how to even approach video, uh, and no matter who you are, if you're out there 
on the internet, but something that you got to eventually sink your teeth into. Mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly agree. Master your headlines. I agree with this. I don't do it all the time. Uh, because I feel like, I feel like audiences are becoming more savvy. And so if you write headlines that are in a specific style, which everybody has come to recognize now because it's the world is so saturated with headlines, I feel like it can even put people off. But that's just my personal opinion. I don't know for sure. I have had success with uh, writing what I call soft headlines. Like I'll write headlines that are more friendly rather than uh, rather than headlines that uh, I, I, I'm guessing like I are clickbait or some are some yeah. are clickbaity. How about you? Like what do, you but, like clickbaity well, headlines? No, no, I don't because <laughs> people get mad. Um, and I don't really like making people mad like that. But on my videos, I just try to keep them short. I think Chinadu does the same thing. Like anybody that kind of makes like a whole lot of sketches, you mm-hmm. have to have a good headline because people won't click it if they don't, if they're not sure what the video is. And I've tested it a couple of times, like not putting a headline or something on my video and putting it. And I get way more when it's something on there. But yeah, I don't like the clickbaity ones or like when it when the headline doesn't match with the actual content. People don't like that at all. Because that's a quick I agree because with clickbait, like when people realize it's clickbait, not only are they insulted, now they'll they'll make an effort to go out of their way to trash your video. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like they'll go out of their way because because they feel like you wasted their time, and so they'll they'll take even more time to make sure that they like trash your video. Um, I'm actually working on an article to promote uh, NYC Talent Show, uh, which is which is uh, for anybody that's watching. It's an online open stage where anybody in the world can perform, and I pay them to perform. And so right. the the headline that I'm is uh, please let me give you money. That's the headline. And so, oh. <laughs> but it, but it is a thing where I give yeah. people money. So. It's accurate. Very catchy. It, 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 that get my attention. Exactly. That's uh, free, free money. <laughs> um, hook readers with your intro. Obviously, this is uh, talking about like a blog intro or something like that. But that's just, mm-hmm. that's exactly the same thing that we talked about. In fact, everything everything that I talked about about how to do a video that actually uh, that actually applies to written uh, material as well. In fact, like if you looked at any of the articles that I've written for like uh, say Vice or Salon or whatever. Like then you'll see that I use kind of like the same format. Like I, I hook people at the top. I tell them what I'm about to talk about. I tell them why they should listen to me. And then I go through the story and then I end with some sort of tag. Like it's it's all there in whatever piece that I'm working on. Uh, mix up your content. I, yeah. I, I agree with that. Although there are some people who just are great at a certain thing and people just love it and they just keep doing it and they're, yeah. they build and build and build. I mean, there may be even in, in when you're mixing up your content, perhaps there are variations in the content that are more subtle depending on who you are. But yeah, mixing up your content yeah. is uh, good. Anyway, check out that article. It is on... It is on what? What's the name of the place? I got to go back all the way to the top. Okay. Quicksprout.com. Nine tips to the bottom to create highly engaging content. And then just uh, on my end, on my end, one more time, I'm just going to say like those things that I think are important in engaging content, or at least the format. Uh, Once again, that is uh, one a hook. Uh, Two, information about what it is. Three credentials. Why you know? Why is this important? Why should I be listening to you? 
uh, four examples or your main story, uh, five, a, a final statement or a close, and then six, a tag. If you've got some sort of tag, then that's like a, that's like a, a thing that doesn't necessarily have to be part of it. That's why I say five things because the tag doesn't have to really be like uh, there. <laughs> All right. So go out there and make engaging content, everybody. Dean Vernado yeah. says so. You can find us at artsacademypodcast.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.